From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hey everyone, welcome to the Anxiety Project podcast. I am your host, Brad Robinson, here with you again. And this is episode 41. Thank you for tuning in. And I I love being here. I love doing these podcasts. And the reason why is because I get to help so many people. I get to read emails of people who've really listened and, and took the the podcast seriously and applied it them to their lives and 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 got out of the hole they were in and I get to share my experience with anxiety so people can really relate to me and people tell me all the time you know I really relate to you thank you so much for talking about this because nobody really talks about it and that's such a huge thing for me that's such a huge realization for me it's like oh my god yeah you know that's right nobody does talk about it and that's the reason why I made the podcast not only to help people but to talk about it be open let's be open to one another let's be honest about the challenges that we have to face because life is a challenge so let's get through the challenge together and and let's apply these techniques that have worked for successful people, people like myself who've gotten out of anxiety. I want to share these techniques with you. I want to share my knowledge with you. And thank you so much for being here. Now, this week's episode is all about resistance to change. Now, anxiety recovery is all about changing right? You're moving away from your old self and now you're constructing and molding this new you because this new you is stronger, more confident and more powerful and more more orderly than your old chaotic self. You were too chaotic, weren't you? Because Everything in your life, you were you you were you were diving into impulsive pleasures like myself, and you were you didn't know how to handle challenges and 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 trauma, and it's all about releasing that trauma. It's all about moving forward and moving into the unknown. Human beings are meant for progression. We're meant to progress. When someone is not moving forward and they stay stagnant, anxiety and depression can wipe you out. It can wipe you out. By stepping into the unknown, you are subjecting yourself to new information and challenges. In anxiety recovery, you're subjecting yourself to new techniques, new habits, new ways of thinking. That's stepping into the unknown. You're stepping into unfamiliar territory. Throughout your whole life, you need to be stepping in and out of the unknown. For me, back in the day when I was going through anxiety, I was stagnant. I was working at a job, an an editing job, 
where I was working there for a few years. And it was just the same old day, in day in and day out. So I started to implement new destructive habits so I can cope with the same old repetitive days. I wasn't moving myself forward. I was just at this job, not, not knowing where to go forward, but I was just coping with the now. I was just listening to negative music. I was just smoking lots of marijuana at the time and just completely oblivious to to the idea that you know there is you can progress to and and move towards a better life but i didn't know how and i and and that's because i was just perceiving everything to my own beliefs i was just filtering in the outside information to suit my current personality. I, I was the guy, I was the type of guy who was like taking the easy road. I didn't, I wasn't looking for the challenge. I was looking for the easy road because I didn't have enough confidence to, to step out into the unknown. And, and I didn't have the techniques. I didn't have the knowledge on how to do that. I didn't know how to. So I think that's a really great example. The being stagnant in that job for me, I was introducing marijuana just to just for something new, you know? You 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 if the same old thing was happening to me day in and day out, I was looking for new things, but they were always destructive things, destructive friends, just looking for excitement, just to get through the day, things like that. So I was subjecting myself to the, all the wrong things. I was too bored. I was, all, I was just way too bored at my job. Anxiety recovery is all about stepping into the unknown constantly, exposing yourself to new ways of thinking constantly, creating new habits that construct the new you. Now I'm going to go through the three types of resistance to change. The first one is resisting anything that is in conflict with your current way of thinking. So if you want to change and you start to introduce yourself to new information, it could even be this podcast that promotes a new way of thinking. You will experience cognitive dissonance just because it feels wrong doesn't mean that it is wrong. Your unconscious will resort to your old ways of perceiving yourself in the world because it has already been a habit for so long. Your unconscious runs on habits. And when you introduce a new habit, you may find it difficult to implement that new habit. But remember, it takes 21 days to cement a new habit into place. You may look at yourself a certain way and you may find that when others tell you you're not crazy or you're a very you're very good looking, you're a very good person. You just don't believe them. You, because you have this strong belief about yourself 
and your image already in you. So when people try and give you constructive advice, you it just, you know, you reject it because that doesn't suit the way you view yourself. People with this resistance to change may not socialize with others who don't match with their current identity. You just reject their views and opinions. This is a quick way to become antisocial. You don't respect other people's view of the world. And even if you disagree with them, you don't speak up. And that's that was me. You may even leave the party or gathering early because of how you don't fit in. Number two is resisting anything that goes against how you think other people will view you. I used to believe other people constantly viewed me as weak, shy, skinny, not confident, and unattractive. Whenever I would engage in conversation with them, it was my default go-to. Whenever I would talk to somebody or even look at someone, you know, I would do mind reading. I would, I would think they thought of me as being skinny, you know, unattractive and all of these negative things. You may have had a situation where you had a job interview and your family is telling you everything will go great because you are smart and a well-liked person. But in your mind, you reject their opinion and, and constructive advice or constructive uh, views and continue to tell yourself that it is going to go horribly wrong. So you reject what they tell you because in your mind and in your belief system, you think, you know, I'm not good enough and it's just, it's just going to be bad. I'm just going to embarrass myself in that job interview. So you end up worrying and catastrophizing that job interview. You keep imagining the worst case scenario. And worst of all, you keep listening to that person's opinion of you from the past. So you may have had a person from your childhood, a family member or a friend or a classmate, whoever, that criticized your appearance or values and now, and now you run that same record over again and continue to not believe in the positive opinions of you. So you keep running the same record of that person telling you in the past, could be family, could be anybody that, you know, Brad, you're, you're, you're weak and you're, 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 you're not even smart or you're not going to go anywhere in life. You know, you're just going to settle for, 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 um, a day to day job, uh, you know, stuff, stuff like that. And, and you keep running that because it affected you deeply. It affected you. It affected you emotionally. I've had kids in my high school that told me, you know, I was unattractive and those moments were very emotionally traumatic for me that I kept I kept it fully charged within me over many years. Rather than listening to the positives people are telling me, my relationships were 
where my girlfriend has said, you know what, Brad, you're so good looking and you're so attractive. You're so smart, whatever. I used to believe that, you know, no, I'm not because, you know, I have had this belief within me that, you know, oh man, I'm not confident. I can't really succeed and I'm just unattractive and stuff like that. So be aware of that. Be aware of the patterns you're running. You know, Humans always lean towards negative emotions. This is because it helps keep us safe. It keeps us alert in case of danger. If you're always too happy, then you will be too naive and you'll make mistakes and it could even get you killed. And so that's why we always lean towards negative emotions. You may even find that It's the case when you get negative comments on your Twitter feed or Instagram account. You have a greater emotional reaction towards the negative comments rather than the positive ones. That's really interesting. I really, really uh, relate to that one. I really relate to that one. Number three, the third resistance to change is... Resisting anything that comes in conflict with your view of the world. Maybe you grew up with a relative who believed the world is a horrible, dangerous place. You you might even grew up with a relative that had health anxiety who was constantly ruminating over their health and you picked up their patterns. You picked up their habits. And so any viewpoint that goes against these people's beliefs will be met with hostility. So you might have have found that you just can't get through to them. It's because they they weren't or, or still not open to the possibilities in this world. They're not open. They don't have an open mind. They don't have a developing mindset. They have a set mindset. They're set in their current ways of thinking. When going through anxiety recovery, I began to perceive the world in a whole new way. I was reading spiritual books. I was listening to self-help podcasts. And I was modeling myself after successful people. And I still do that to this day. Before that, I was only filtering in what fit my destructive personality. I was ignoring the positives and the constructive criticism. And I was ignoring the self-help YouTube videos. I was only viewing the world the way I have continued to for the many years in the past when I was going through anxiety I was never expanding my horizon until I hit rock bottom with anxiety. When I finally hit rock bottom with anxiety, I sought out change. I knew I needed to change. I knew I needed to grow. I was just running the same cycle of negative patterns constantly, all the time. And I just spiraled down into a hole. And I needed to take responsibility for myself. 
Anxiety recovery is all about becoming open to new ways of thinking. Sure, it might be difficult at first to introduce new constructive habits, but keep keep doing them. Keep doing them every day. Moving away from the old you is important, isn't it? Change is good. You have to install the new software into the computer. You don't want to waste many years of your life running the same old software, the same destructive habits that keep you anxious. You need to grow and evolve and open your mind. Consistent progress creates new character. I'll repeat that because I really like that. Consistent progress creates new character. That's the ultimate goal, to create someone you're proud of and not live with regrets. You could be better than you are right now. You can be better than you are right now. Even after I overcame anxiety, I still continue to challenge myself and grow. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And remember, I, I want to hear your questions. I want to answer them. So send them to me. Whether it's on my website, you can send them to me by email, on YouTube, Just send me your questions. I will answer them. I will be there for you in this challenge that you're currently facing. And that's that's why I'm here. Ask me anything. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I will be back next week for another episode. Remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on next week's episode. Bye, everybody. For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.